Welcome to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Melden. Uh, excited to be here today. Uh, today, we're broadcasting live from the studios at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. And uh, the Florida Gators are having a big ball game against Florida State tonight at 7 o'clock. And at 5.30, Melden Law is doing a big cookout as well as a fan fest and uh, the whole team is going to be dressed up like I am today so uh, we're excited Melden Law team uh, we're going to see if we can bring home a victory against um, our arch rival uh, the Florida State Seminoles who always have a uh, very good baseball program and it's important for the Gators right now uh, we're one game under uh, 500 in the SEC, and once we get uh, to win number 14 in the SEC, we'll be uh, uh, guaranteed a, uh, a place in the uh, playoffs, the NCAA playoffs. Um, as well, this weekend, a huge uh, deal. South Carolina's coming to uh, Gainesville starting Thursday night for a three-game series, and Melden Law has scored tickets for those games, and all you have to do is go to Melden Law. Facebook page, and uh, you can win uh, either two tickets or four tickets uh, to the South Carolina baseball game starting uh, Thursday uh, and going into Friday, Saturday. And it's really exciting because it's an SEC matchup, the last SEC matchup uh, of the year at home. Uh, the Gators are going to Hoover, Alabama for the SEC tournament. Uh, after uh, next starting next week and then to the NCAA. So uh, Gator uh, baseball is uh, moving forward. So uh, go to Melden Law Facebook and uh, you'll check it out. Uh, we we uh, auctioned off. Uh, actually, we didn't auction it. Whoever entered could win the first pitch tonight. So the whole Melden Law team is going to be there tonight to root on uh, the winner of our uh, first pitch contest, who also got three uh, tickets to the game, as well as a uh, $100 gift certificate to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. So we're very excited. Um, on another note, as well as uh, Melden Law and Friends podcast, we also have a Spanish-speaking podcast, uh, Entre Amigos con Melden Law, which my wife, Patricia Ojalvo Melden, um, uh, co-host uh, every week, Monday at 3 o'clock. And uh, for those of you that speak Spanish and want a uh, entertaining podcast, uh, check it out. I'm here today with uh, uh, two um, fantastic people from Meridian Behavioral Healthcare, Joy Riddle and Lauren Cohn. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having us today. Yeah. So, Lauren, uh, tell us uh, a little bit about what uh, Meridian Behavioral Healthcare is all about. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having us today here. Um, Meridian Behavioral Healthcare, uh, we provide uh, mental health and substance use treatment services. We have a huge array of services, um, beginning on the prevention end of things, all the way to the deeper end services like inpatient crisis stabilization units, outpatient therapy, case management. Uh, we do some forensic diversion. So we have a quite a diverse array of services, a little something for everyone. And um, so break it down. Like if uh, I've got a family member who's freaking out, okay, and they're on drugs or alcohol or just mental problems, uh, you know, is this the kind of place we should uh, contact? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Most definitely. So we would start with doing an assessment to basically see where the person is, what services they could most benefit from, what services would be most appropriate, and then kind of get them connected with the most appropriate level of care within our treatment services. And how long have you been over there at uh, Meridian? I am just about to hit five years. Oh, wow. Yes, and how did? How, what was your journey to Meridian like? Oh, my journey to Meridian. Well, it began years ago. No, um, <laughs> I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> I started doing residential services uh, many years ago and then managed case management clinical programs for a while and then got into the quality improvement quality assurance world so um, I actually moved to Gainesville for a job at Meridian from Tampa 
literally almost five years ago to the day. Um, June 1st will be my anniversary with Meridian. And um, I originally started as the chief performance officer there. And then I became the executive vice president COO uh, just about two and a half years ago. Okay, so the executive vice president, yes. COO, yes. chief operating officer, right? That is right? correct, okay. yes. <laughs> so you're very involved in the day-to-day -day operations. Yes, most definitely. Now, how big is the team out there at Meridian? Oh, goodness. We have 600 employees roughly right now. Currently. Um, currently. Uh, so we've got services in 11 different counties, about to expand into two additional counties. Um, as I previously mentioned, we have everything from prevention, community-based services, outpatient office-based services, inpatient and residential services. So we are a pretty large operation now. And so how many people, again, do you have total? Em employees? Yeah. About 600 currently. 600? Oh, yes. that's huge. Yes. So you're like a big deal. Uh -oh. Well, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, managing 600. Yeah. You know, Melden Law, I'm trying to manage 32 team members, you know, <laughs> and, and that's challenging, right? Yeah, yes, yes, definitely. Well, luckily, we have a really wonderful, not only executive management team, but our senior leadership. We've got a lot of great... Uh, management and leadership there. So fortunately, it doesn't all fall on the shoulders of so Joy you, and I. <laughs> so every time somebody's babysitter doesn't show up, they don't come to your office and... Uh... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I mean, that's the reality of yeah, running a yes. big company, right? Yes, yes, especially when it comes to, I think, 24-7 operations present a different set of challenges than, let's say, traditional 9-to-5 types of of operations. So, so yes. Joy, tell us a little bit about uh, what you do and what your journey was to Meridian. So I'm a senior vice president there. I'm on the executive um, team as well as Lauren. Uh, my focus area is marketing, communications, and advancement. So um, securing resources, um, communicating like we're doing now with the community, spreading the word type of thing. Um, my journey uh, it's a little bit different than Lauren's, and I took a detour at some point. So out of college, I did start with a mental health organization, and I was there for quite some time and um, started in uh, outreach and prevention and moved over to operations, and then I was ultimately the chief financial officer there. And then I moved on uh, to other organizations and ended up um, for quite some time in education. So um, always working with youth, always working with mental health um, and following that journey until I found my way back into the, you know, straight up healthcare <laughs> mental health field and which was kind of like a, a homecoming for me because it was something that I was really missing and, and craving. And I've been at Meridian for a little over four years now. How long have you lived in the North Central Florida community? Uh, since oh, 1998, I moved here to go to UF and uh, never went away again. Well, good. Well, <laughs> well so when you got here, what, what was the size of Meridian compared to now? So when I first moved to this area, I really can't tell you that. I don't know. I, um, I wasn't around then, but based on the numbers and things like that that I've seen working there, um, there were probably, what do you think, in 98? They were, I, I can't tell smaller. you, a yes, lot much smaller. Much, 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 we've grown much, exponentially, I think. Yeah, we really, we really years. have. I yeah. mean, I so I started practicing law here in 1971, mm -hmm. and um, I did a lot of criminal defense work back then. I was a trial lawyer, I still am, and we had a lot of interaction when uh, Sid Martin, who was kind of the founder of the whole organization, he was a influential uh, state representative from mm -hmm. uh, Gainesville, uh, also an insurance uh, agent. So Sid really got involved in yeah. uh, the Sid Martin Bridge House, which was designed to help people who were suffering from uh, alcohol abuse, substance, any kind of substance abuse, uh, drugs, whatever it was. A lot of our clients needed help, and it was the first facility that I remember in Gainesville yeah. mm -hmm. that offered an opportunity for folks, regardless of their income uh, level, to be able to go and get treatment. 
Yep. And, and our Sid still, Martin. Yeah. yeah our, <laughs> we, we usually say the same Almost exact the same. things all the time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that building there still bears his name. It is still called their Sid Martin Bridge House. Well, we we're very blessed because he was influential in the state and was able to get funding uh, to get it started. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. there were also a lot of private donors back then, too, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that helped because it was a significant community oh, organization. Yeah, a lot of people um, in the community came together from the original roots. Well, the original roots go back into the late 50s, early 60s, and all those social movements that were going on at that time until 1971 um, when a organization was founded and then another one that both of those would eventually come together as one and become what we know today as Meridian. So um, explain um, how Meridian differs from other kind of treatment facilities and things you know as far as how it relates to folks in north it's north central florida right i mean you go almost coast to coast right we we do go coast to coast and now also through telehealth services we serve the entire state of florida but um north central florida is our core area isn't that amazing how telehealth was like some wild idea three years ago and COVID happens and all of a sudden oh well telehealth makes perfect sense so fortunately (laughs) for us we had that in our strategic plan about five years prior, we had been working on telehealth because a very um, core focus of ours is access to care and how do we get care to people when they need it. So we were already providing telehealth services. And when the shutdown came, we were seeing about 30 visits a day by telehealth. And within a month, we were seeing over 500. Wow. Yeah, so we had, since we already had the experience and everything in place, we were able to scale. Lauren and her team were able to scale extremely quickly to meet those needs. You know, it's amazing. No, I was going to say it's amazing because we do personal injury cases, Mm -hmm. and um, there's a lot of doctors who are experts in their field that may not be right here in Gainesville or people may not want to sit in a doctor's office and spend two hours by the time they drive there, you know, wait there, get to see the doctor. And sometimes it's a lot longer. Whereas the whole interview or the meeting with the doctor might take seven minutes. Yeah. And and you can do that. And you've invested three hours (laughs) into it. Yeah. Yeah. And it creates, and you know, you're hurting, you, you, you just, you know, you just want to like, you know, be wherever you are and you don't, you know, or you're working or you got kids or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we've been a big proponent of um, telemedicine Mm -hmm. for years. The insurance industry was kind of saying, oh, it's just some hokey um, deal. They got pushed into it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All it took was a pandemic. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. No, I mean, so there's there's certain, there's sometimes there's a silver cloud or a silver lining to every cloud. And, And if there was a silver lining to COVID, one of the things is, is access to uh, healthcare yeah. uh, via uh, telemedicine. Yeah, yeah and, a, and another really big one in our industry is that pandemic helped push forward mental health to the forefront more so and helped to break down stigma because now in the conditions of a pandemic or early on in the conditions of a pandemic, people that didn't struggle before with mental health issues, um, you know, isolation, job loss. You've got people in that early time now struggling with issues that they never did before and started to see it as an us instead of a them. That is a great hook. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and Joy is going to talk to us a little more about what went on in the pandemic as far as mental health. We're going to be back in 60 seconds on Melden Law and Friends. Gosh, I can't even believe this. Look, look what you have done to my truck. Excuse me, it's your fault. It's not my fault. Yes, it is your fault. I am calling Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law. So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband. Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. This person is here. This person lady, he might... New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. 
When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. I'm here with Joy Riddle and Lauren Cohen with the Meridian Behavioral Health Care uh, Group, which I just found out today services all of uh, North Central Florida, coast to coast. And uh, I was shocked to hear there's 600 team members there uh, helping everybody in uh, North Central Florida uh, with various problems. And uh, we before the break, we were talking about whether or not there uh, was a significant change as far as uh, what went on at Meridian after uh, the COVID pandemic started. And uh, Joy, I just like you. I would like you to address that issue. What, what were some of the things that you and Lauren saw happening over at Meridian? Well, you started to see uh, new people presenting for services that hadn't before. Um, that environment was like a perfect storm to throw things for lack of a better word out of whack for people you know a lot of people got isolated and isolation is one of the worst things that you can do to someone that struggles with say a substance use disorder Um, so those types of things happened Um, we had to completely revamp all of our operations and lauren was a big part of that as the chief operating officer but we had to uh, restructure everything our medical leadership team had to put uh, medical protocols into place to make sure that everybody could be safe but the one thing we're super super proud of throughout, especially that first year, uh, six months, a year in the pandemic, is we never stopped providing services. We're essential health care. We needed to be there. We needed to take care of our community. And no matter what happened, we weren't going to close our doors. So we kept everything up and operating. So, Lauren, tell us a little bit about what you were doing at the beginning of the pandemic and how you were responding. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, just to put it in context, too, I took this position probably two or three weeks before COVID happened. So it, yeah, was, it was a special treat. It was a real, a really tough it's beginning. Right. Um, so everything was, was COVID was all consuming, but uh, we always had it on our roadmap to do, you know, telehealth from mm-hmm. clients at homes, providers at homes. Um, we just really had to rev up that roadmap and do it in a week instead of six months to a year. So um, we made a quick pivot and started offering services via telehealth, um, developing protocols for that, training providers on new telehealth applications, training staff on how to deliver these services, Mm -hmm. um, lots of attention to that, you know, owning and operating 24-7 congregate care facilities too required a whole new set of protocols because Mm -hmm. as Joy mentioned, we really couldn't stop services we needed to keep so when you say congregate care you mean people residential yes residential people living and sleeping in the same environment so that continued it Mm -hmm. did all of it so how did you manage the whole you know we worked with our medical team and we were very fortunate to have some really amazing dedicated medical providers who tirelessly worked with us on developing appropriate protocols, safety protocols, changing our cleaning practices, masking, social distancing where possible, changing room configurations, just whatever we could, reducing capacity in some you know, environments to make sure that we could safely continue to deliver services because that was yeah. the priority. Yeah, you know, uh, you think of all the other... Um, you know, there's nursing homes, there's mm-hmm. congregate living where, you yeah. know, people are retired and yeah, living yeah. together and, you know, in small yeah. spaces. So that it was a huge challenge. Huge. Vulnerable populations living together. So how do you continue to provide a much-needed service while safely caring for each individual? So that was really what was 
the task at hand, and we yeah. spend a lot of time and hours, a lot of time and, and hours and, working uh, on dedicated it, dedicated <laughs> to that to that mission. So, as Joy said, you know, we're super proud of the fact that we continued those services. A lot of folks we saw had had their their coping skills really disrupted in that yeah. initial you know time. We had folks with pre-existing mental health and substance use disorders that really had their coping skills you know, down and this is what I do to, to manage this. And that was all disrupted. Recreational activities, family support, mm-hmm. as Joy mentioned, increase in isolation. So folks that, that really had been managing well were now uh, put in a position where um, they needed to kind of shift to. And we were there to support them with that. So Joy mentioned, I think, that um, you went from um, less than 100 televisits to 500 was that uh, it was within a month yeah (laughs) right so the need was there and so uh how is it now coming out of you know covid um are we still doing that many televisits we have seen some folks return to the office we had some individuals who never stopped coming Mm -hmm. in person they preferred that with safety protocols in place they felt comfortable to continue doing it um, but we've still seen a lot of individuals maintain their yeah. appointments via telehealth. Um, you or know, we, a mix of them. It's a nice yeah, mix. Sometimes you might Doing come a hybrid. in. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Well, we have folks that have transportation barriers, so mm-hmm. the telehealth option is really a plus for those individuals because they no longer have to um, you know, take multiple buses or find a ride or get there somehow. They could easily hop on a device. Um, it works well for families that have work schedules and school schedules. It's a little bit easier to access and limit, as we talked about earlier, the amount of time you're spending on the appointment. So, so isn't it amazing how um, the attitude of people changed so uh, dramatically? Like in our office, everybody always came to the office, sat down and you know with mm-hmm. us in our office or the conference room. We'd spend hours going over things with them. After COVID hit, you know, obviously everybody was like, hey, we're going to do things remotely and, you know, uh, use Zoom and we're going to talk on the phone and we're going to email you stuff and stuff like that. Well, then now that COVID slowed down, it's like, they don't want to come back. They're still happy. Oh, yeah. There's like, some yes, services. We yes. want you to come back to Melvin Law and visit us. You know? yes. and so I think some of these changes just have, it, it was the technology was there, but mm-hmm. the social attitudes, yeah. uh, you know, needed to kick in the pants. Yeah. Well, we yeah. have some, some things that, given the geography that we cover, which I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, we have folks in all of these different counties that can be up to two hours away. And so we were gathering certain people quarterly for meetings. And now that we've done it virtually, we're thinking, why didn't we always do this? You know, now, Mm -hmm. now that part has worked out really well for us. But I think some folks in the beginning, I once saw this meme that said, check on your extroverted friends because they are not okay. And I feel like that kind of sums it up. In the beginning, folks like Joy and I were like, you know, this is so hard. I want to just pop into someone's office. And that has become, you know, uh, not accepted now. Mm -hmm. So you have to find other alternatives of still feeling connected. And I think that's what we've tried to to do is keep some of the – the, the telehealth and the Zoom and things in place, but then find other ways at, at connecting with individuals. It's interesting because in the legal field, we, we're dealing with the same phenomenon. So, like, people got used to working from home and they had been employees with us for years and years and years and knew what they were doing. And they said, well, I'm comfortable working from home. And I'm going, yeah, but we, we need the team culture. And we, yeah. you know, there's yeah. something about being in the same space with each yeah. other where it's you very come up. very different feel when you're on a zoom or a microsoft teams meeting and it's almost it's not unilateral but it almost feels that way because it's so hard to have this interaction like if you start speaking right now i'm gonna stop but if we're on zoom i don't even know you tried mm-hmm. to speak you know well not only that you know my management style is you know managing by roaming around the office yeah. right yes. okay. yeah <laughs> and i hate water cooler talk yeah. is a real thing <laughs> No. Well, our office is set a, a set a, a, like a circle, right? Oh, yeah. So all the offices are on the perimeter, and there's some offices in the middle, and I can just walk do, around, do a do lap, this. right, yeah. and say hello to everybody, and uh, and then, however, 
I won't pick up the phone and call somebody unless I have some something important yeah. that's on my mind. I don't regularly just sit there and, and you know call people and say what's going on today. How where, are you doing? <laughs> where, right, where, where you would in person. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm encouraging everybody to come back uh, to the office for their mental health. Yes. And <laughs> mine as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, our clients, I think, are getting a, a, a high level of service and that they're doing, you know, they're, we're still growing and doing well. But I, I really do miss that part, yeah. particularly as far as the team members working together. However, I think the, um, the Zoom and, you know, telemedicine and, yeah. and all of that, is something that is drastically changed uh, access for yes, people. Absolutely. Uh, and mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah, I mean, it's like you and I, we all like to go hang out at the office and, you know, uh, conspire with our team members <laughs> and figure out what we're going to do. Whereas it is a challenge for somebody to come in for a short meeting mm-hmm. and, you know, the transportation challenge, mm-hmm. the uh, you know, daycare challenge, the work challenge, you know, there's a gazillion things. So hopefully it's going to allow you to serve more people. It absolutely has. And it's allowed us to really build our provider network up yeah. as well. We have been able to bring on some additional providers, some medical experts that aren't in this area that are helping us deliver mm-hmm. these telehealth services. So. So, you know, um, and I love your group. Um, you know, we we had uh, had uh, Meridian over at our office to educate mm-hmm. everybody. You yep. know, and and so what was really neat is we try to educate our team members as far as what are the resources in the community. There's resources to help develop a case. There's resources to help treat clients. There's all kinds of different resources, and one of our goals is to um, help people put their lives together after yeah. they've been seriously injured in a, in a bad crash. And there's a lot of challenges, yeah. you know. I mean, most people are uh, living paycheck to paycheck, and all of a sudden one of the breadwinners is out in, right. in the family. Uh, they can't go to work. They, they Their car is destroyed, and they got to find another car, and they were upside down in their car, and they're, you know, it's like who's yeah. going to take the kids to school or drop to the corner and I mean it's amazing how 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 many challenges um, a lot of uh, folks have mm-hmm. and yeah you know, I feel very blessed that you know I'm able to you know have a lot of folks help us uh, help others yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but some I just I think um, some of the folks in the community are just amazing at the way they overcome their challenges. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. We see it every day. I mean, we really see a lot of really, I would say, moving stories about folks who have overcome trauma, um, yeah. you know, lots of psychosocial stressors in their life, and they've really been able to kind of work through it. So here's the most important part to everybody listening, Okay. Meridian can be, will take you in and help you regardless of whether you have health insurance, regardless of whether you have money, whatever you, uh, whenever you need help, you can call Meridian. And how do we call Meridian or get in contact with Meridian, either, you know, on the web or a phone number or whatever? Our our website is www.mbhci.org. Phone what if you just put in Meridian? It'll come up. It'll yeah, come you'll up. Find okay. it. You'll find it. <laughs> you'll find it. Um, and then we also have our phone number, 352-374-5600. And you will be able to access someone who can help get you started with services. So whatever it is, any mental health issue, whether it's addiction-oriented, whether it's whatever the problem is, um, Meridian is a terrific resource, and I want to thank uh, Lauren and Joy for uh, joining us today on uh, Melden Law and Friends, and we're going to be back in three minutes. Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Melden Law, we won't back down. 
We are here at the University of Florida, where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator Penalty Shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Mountain Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry, because Mountain Law is going to help you with your recovery. Mountain Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal. I've done mornings here on Sky Radio for 17 years. Jeffrey Meldon started doing his weekend show here 16 years ago. One of the things that separates Jeffrey is I don't see him out there hollering for people's business. I see him out there investing in the community. He's touched a lot of lives, and a lot of it he'll never know what a difference he made in somebody's life about information that he has shared on the air. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. We still hear it. The sound of victory the joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. Look, look what you have done to my truck. Excuse me, it's your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, it is your fault. I am calling Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law. So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband. Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! This lady here, this crazy lady, he might... New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. I'm Jeffrey Melden, founder of Melden Law, and we are very proud to uh, present uh, this podcast. Uh, Melden Law's Friends is devoted to uh, bringing members of the community who are uh, doing things that uh, are interesting, that are helpful. Uh, they're running great businesses. They're uh, running great organizations. And uh, our goal is to make everybody aware of what's going on in our community. Uh, Melden Law, uh, today, uh, we're playing Florida State, and it's Melden Law Day at the ballpark. So uh, the entire Melden Law team, including uh, their whole families, are going to show up. We're having a cookout. Uh, we're, we gave away the first pitch to... Uh, a terrific uh, uh, winner who also uh, got to uh, have a $100 gift certificate here at Spurrier's Gridiron Grilled. All these uh, helmets and everything uh, belong to Steve Spurrier, and we're very excited to uh, be doing our podcast from here. So come out and check out Spurrier's. It's really a very, very cool place, and, uh, you know, I'm here with uh, my next guest, Melanie, and we're kind of like in a fishbowl because you, you all can't see it, but there's all these people dining around us, like looking at us, and it's kind yeah. of weird, right, Melanie? Yeah. When I came in, I was like, they, they do podcasts here? I got to see this. <laughs> so anyhow, I'm here with my guest, Melanie Floyd, 
Yes. And uh, Melanie, um, you have a uh, a business called Gainesville Hub. Is that right? That's correct. And what what's the business all about? So Gainesville Hub is actually a protein bar. And it's located in downtown right next to Lucy's. And what we offer is protein goodies. So we offer meal replacements, but in, in different unique ways. So obviously we have the traditional shakes, but we also offer protein churros, protein waffles, energizing teas, protein acai bowls. Everything is delicious. Dangerously delicious. <laughs> but you're you're not originally from the Gainesville area, right? No, no, no. You can probably notice my Miami accent. <laughs> I am actually originally from Miami. Well, born in New York, but raised my whole life in Miami. Um, my husband, we have two kids. We have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And one day, I was actually... Sorry to backtrack. Um, I was a former x-ray tech for 10 years. And my husband was a former uh, bartender for 15 years. And we decided one day, you know what? Seven months ago, we're like, life is just one. So we decided to sell our apartment. We left our careers, everything we ever known and loved in Miami to come here to Gainesville. Never been to Gainesville. It was literally through Google Maps. Oh, my God. Yes. So we pinpointed. We're like, all right, let's do it. Wow. So, you, so you're... Um how long uh, did you live in New York and then when you moved, were you young when you moved to yes, Miami? Yes, yes, yes. I was fairly young. I was probably like maybe five, six years old. And then we came over here to Miami. Well, down to Miami. So so what made your family move to South Florida? So my parents started their own business in Miami. So they decided, hey, listen, there's the business is hot there, so let's move all the family over there. What kind of business did they start? Um, cargo port importation to South America. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is your family originally, are they Latino? Yes, they are Latin. Yes. From where? Ecuador. Ecuador. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have a good friend from Ecuador. Who, oh, nice. He made a ton of money by figuring out how to keep uh, the rodents out of the grain mills in um, Quito. Really? Yeah. Wow. They were having a huge problem about 40 years ago uh -huh. uh, with uh, rats coming in and, you know, eating the uh, grain in the, uh, in the grain storage areas. And uh, <clears throat> this is crazy. He figured out that if you give the, um, uh, the rats Coumadin, which is used for, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, for the heart. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, you know, th a thinner, blood thinner. Yes. Okay. Eventually it explodes in them and they die. Oh my God. So they put coma. They, so they went to Ecuador and he put, it, was put it together put and it made together. it happen. Yeah. And, <gasps> and the company that produced it, the pharmaceutical company, you know, it's tra it transformed the industry all over the world. Wow. What an, an idea can what do. An idea. So getting back to your idea. Yes. Okay. You come from an entrepreneurial family. Yes. Right. Yes. So you went, hmm. Maybe it's my time or our time to do something exactly. different. Exactly. No, absolutely. absolutely. So, um, so tell me about the, the, the search for a location and what you were going to do and the whole journey because it's very interesting. Yes. Me. Well, you know, we, we sold our apartment and we're like, okay, with these funds, we're going to find a location. How? I don't know where. So all what we knew about Gainesville is that it's a diehard gator town. Like, wow. <laughs> I understand in Miami we have UM, but it's not as heartfelt as it is here in Gainesville. So when we were finding actually the actual logo, we're like, okay, we got to have a gator in there. It has to be involved because this is a gator <laughs> town. So um, we started looking for places and we wanted somewhere that was close to the university because we are living in a generation now where people post-COVID life are now focused on taking care of their health, counting macros, watching what they eat. So since we live in now in a fitness industry, we're like, okay, this is, this is going to happen. This is going to be here for sure. So we wanted to also be closer to the university. So we picked as close as we can and we're located in downtown. Yeah, well, I, I've lived downtown for years. I live in the Duck Pond area now, and oh, before nice. that, I lived above Dragonfly Restaurant in yes. Union Street Station for many years, so I'm a huge fan of downtown. Now you know. And now we, we've got another hotel coming, so there'll be more people walking around, and uh, 
you're located right next to Lucy's, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you know the history of it, but that lot 10 across the street, they've been talking about building a big uh, hotel there for 20 years. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. But I think, I think with the current attitude, we may, we may wind up seeing some uh, motion. Like, would that be good for your business? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're always finding ways to partner up with um, residential areas, with um, schools, with um, student housings, and of course, hotels, you know, anywhere to, to get us exposed, but also helping another business as well. Well, I think that's very important because at Meldon Law, we also try to do that. We try to partner up with other groups whenever they're having events. Mm -hmm. uh, and just like today, try to support um, businesses that are local. I love and, that. Uh, you know, try to, you know, uh, support local businesses downtown is um i think has a lot of potential mm -hmm. and uh, uh after covid i think it's starting to open up a little bit more i i think you know what that's what i absolutely love about gainesville how big of a community and how much the support is for the local businesses i don't see that much in miami so coming over here seeing all this support i mean in our grand opening um 12 weeks ago not knowing anybody we had over 100 people at our shop and now we are now uh, we have three sponsored athletes on board with us. So we're super excited how how we're growing. Well, I, my wife's Cuban-American and she came from Miami. Oh, okay. well. So, we, so she came from Miami and first she came to Gainesville, you know, and like, what's Gainesville? You know, her son graduated from the University of Florida. And that's part of the story of how we nice. met. Okay? Nice. So she had been here a few times. But now that she's lived here a while, she just says, I'm not going back. We are not going back either. <laughs> we really aimed for somewhere where it was a little bit of best of both worlds. We wanted somewhere that was very family-oriented, that had the nature. I love the trails and the parks for the, our family. But at the same time, again, I come from Miami. I need hype in my life. <laughs> so I have a little bit of a college town hype. Perfect. Well balanced. Well, that's great. So tell us a little bit about some of the marketing uh, initiatives that you've been doing to try to spread the word. Yes. Great question. So we are very big on our social media. So it's crazy because the way how we're marketing social media, I mean, in just a couple of months, not knowing anyone, we've already blown over 4,000 followers in a matter just like that. Um, but of course, we've been with the partnerships. It has helped a lot because they also expose us to the students, to their residents. Um, but we also are partnered up with uh, Gator Greenbacks as well. Um, we are... Literally everywhere, but now, wherever now, there's an event, we're there. Now, now, do you do deliveries? I mean, is that an option? That is in the works. Okay. That is in the works, and the closer we're, we're telling our clients, okay, get ready, is this something that you want? And they're like, yes, yes, we want delivery. So that's something in the The whole making. restaurant industry has uh, been transformed uh, by the COVID epidemic because all of a sudden, takeout and deliveries became the majority of uh, restaurants business rather than a little, you know, 10%, uh, you know, tag along. Yes. Yes. And, and Absolutely. So now, now I think people are so used to having food delivered mm -hmm. that even though things have opened up, I think people are still, um, you know, very, uh, Used to delivery. The delivery. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to get their butts off the couch now. <laughs> yeah. <that they're, laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, we are promoting fitness and health. <laughs> it's like, come on, come on down to, uh, you know, the Gainesville hub. And, uh, you know, you can also get a little exercise. By, you know, <laughs> yes. You, know, you, you, you can ride your bike. You can walk. You can even, uh, you know, take a car if you want, whatever. <laughs> Yes. But uh, come on down. It's, it's so much fun walking around downtown and seeing Amazing. all the uh, different shops that are there and meeting the people that uh, run and own the shops. Yes, and absolutely. Actually, and specifically in our strip, we have a great variety. We have Alpin, which is an incredible French cuisine. We have Lucy's right next door. We have the liquor store. We have the garage. We have Volta, which is an amazing coffee. And we also have How Bazaar. 
So when mm. you go to our strip, you're like, okay, what are you in the mood for? Maybe you want a cup of coffee in Volta, but then you can cross over and have a protein waffle. That's right. A protein. Tell us what a protein waffle is. So uh, aside the fact, aside from the fact that it's dangerously delicious, it is so so good. So our raw waffles are less than 400 calories, okay, and that's already including with like all the drizzles and everything on top. Um, it has 30 grams of protein, so it's low in calories, high in protein, so you're gonna feel full, and you won't feel heavy afterwards. And I always tell my clients that is right there. That's the full experience. The moment you go in, the vibe the taste but that after feeling because if you go somewhere and it's like it's great but you feel sluggish tired then you know that experience wasn't fully great but here it's whether whether you have a shake whether you have a churros or acai bowls you feel so good during and after so um, why is that why is it that you don't feel if you if you have one of your great waffles mm -hmm. uh, why is it that you are you know, you, you don't feel overstuffed. Right. Well, we are plant-based, mm -hmm. so that is plays a huge role. We don't add uh, milk or any type of dairy into our shakes or unless it's requested, you know, whether you're bulking, you know, you want some almond milk or some oat milk, you can. But the fact that it just it's just plant-based and it's very simple ingredients that we use that you just don't feel heavy. Oh, okay. So you can uh, work out, get better results, and uh, look fit, feel good. Mm -hmm. So, um, do you do you work out? Yes, yes, I do. Tell us about your workout routine. Well, honestly, I work out five days out of the week. Um, aside from being a mommy of two, sometimes it can get hectic, but I always know my priorities are straight. Uh, Mondays, Wednesday, Fridays, I like to work out uh, lower body. Tuesdays and Thursdays, upper, and of course. Uh, one day yes, one day no, abdomen, which it should be every day, but it, the next day I feel really sore on my ass, so I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> let me give it a rest. <laughs> now, do you, uh, where do you do your training at? I train in Crunch Fitness. Oh, okay. And yes. um, so you, you're in classes? Yes, I love the spinning classes. Yeah. The spinning classes are amazing. And um, anyhow, we are getting ready to take a one minute break and then we're going to be back on Melden Law and Friends with Melanie Floyd. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I can't even believe this. Look. Look what you have done to my truck. Excuse me. It's your fault. It's not my fault. Yes, it is your no, fault. Not, not I am not. calling Jeffrey Melden from Melden Law. So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband. Melden Law, this is Jeffrey speaking. This person oh, here, client. this person lady, he might be. New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Melden Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971. Two forces that won't back down. As the old saying goes, if you can't beat them, join them. Welcome back to Melden Law and Friends. We're having the best time here. I'm here with Melanie Floyd, who has a great new business along with her husband. It's spelled Gainesville, but Gainesville is spelled a little different than we're used to. Mm -hmm. It's G-A-I-N-Z and then V-I-L-L-E. <laughs> okay, so instead of, let's see, E-S. There's a Z instead of an E-S, mm -hmm. and it's called Gainesville Hub. And what's um, unique about it is uh, that it's designed to have delicious food and drinks that are also healthy and will help you live a happier and healthy life. And it's conveniently located downtown uh, next to Lucy's, uh, which is, let's see, uh, Southwest mm -hmm. First Avenue, right? Yes, correct. And what's the address there? The address is 21 Southwest 2nd Street. So, anyhow, Mel Melanie brought me this incredible drink here. 
Yeah, yeah, for me to taste. And I want to tell you, it is so good. It's energized me. I'm normally pretty excited, and this has got me over the top. Hyped. So tell me, tell me what's in here, Melanie. So we have our, our uh, these are, this is just a sample, but our teas are big 32 ounce ice, 32 ounce ice teas, and they're filled with um, vitamins B1 to B12. Uh, they're packed with vitamin C. They have um, antioxidants, which is very good for your body. And it has caffeine, and you won't have that nasty crash after. You know how sometimes after you have lunch and you feel a little sleepy? This is your wake-me-upper, and you will feel great. And, again, you won't have that crash after. And the big 32-ounce, it's going to last you for a long day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I can tell you, this is terrific. Uh, the Meldon Law Gainesville office is right downtown on Main Street. So uh, we're going to have to um, have the Gainesville hub added to our, um, you know, lunchtime and midday yes. uh, break. And maybe, uh, you know, uh, Melanie's working on having delivery. Maybe uh, we'll get the team to put an order in and uh, see what we can do. Because now some of the things that you uh, have there would be more amenable to delivery. The yes. churros and the uh, waffles and things like that, maybe? Yes, and, yes. And, you know, but I guess you can, you know, if somebody really wants a, a smoothie... We'll make um, it happen. You can make it happen. Of course. Do it. Of so, course. Uh, uh, now, what are some funny stories that you can tell us about your first seven months in operation uh, at the Gainesville Hub? Well, let me tell you... When life tests you, it tests you. So in our in our opening, you know, we had everything set up. This was three months ago. We were super excited. We had everything ready. Everything was perfect. And just seven days prior to our grand opening, my husband breaks a pipe of water. And the water just goes. And we have um, vanille. So the water starts going and flooding the whole store. And at that very moment, I remember I stopped and I seeked for help because it was water everywhere. So we went outside. I'm like, please help me, help me. And we have a good friend that came over and helped us out. And he was a former contractor. And um, he turned off the water. Of course, we're brand new. We don't know the building. And so he helped us out and um, we made it happen. It was it was a, a big test because, mind you, we were six, seven days prior to opening. And for this to happen, <laughs> cleaning, replacing floors, six days prior our grand opening. And so once we finally got that fixed, then um, my husband broke another water pipe. I couldn't believe it. And our AC broke. Our ice machine broke the night before our grand opening. So at that very moment, I told my husband, he was very down. And he's like, I don't know if we should just postpone our day to our grand opening to another day. And I said, listen, it's okay. Because even if it takes for us to put a table on the front store, in the storefront, and just we sell the shakes like that, that's how it is. We already promised everyone that we're going to have our grand opening that day. You can't just be like, oh, I'm sorry, this happened. No, no problem attitude, and let's make it work. And thankfully, we made everything happen. And on the day of our grand opening, everything was working. (laughs) That's an amazing story. And, you know, Anybody that wants to go in their own business has to listen to Melanie because you are going to have those challenges. Yes. And unless you're mentally prepared to deal with that, uh, it sounds like you had to uh, reel your husband in a little bit because he was starting to freak out. Yes, yes. And, and of course, you got to understand, I mean, we're giving it our all. We don't, we sold our apartment. We have, this is, this is it, right? But people can easily you know, quit or say something like, this is just a sign that it's not meant to be, but nothing, you got to, you you know, you got to fail your way to success. So you just have to keep on going. Okay. What's in the, what, is there a solution for it? All right, let's do it. I like that. Uh, don't complain, criticize or condemn, just uh, move forward. So anyhow, let's talk about um, when people walk into the store, mm-hmm. okay, uh, Again, we're talking about our favorite new store, Gainesville Hub, which is located um, right next to Lucy's on Mm -hmm. uh, Southwest First Mm -hmm. Avenue. Mm -hmm. Great part of town, really uh, fun stores. You know, there's uh, Paramount Restaurant up Mm -hmm. the street. I don't know if you've ever eaten there, but uh, 
that that restaurant's uh, an icon, you know, in Gainesville. They've been there for years. There, there's some really neat play that that whole street there. And they they now do they still have the street closed off? No, it's open already. Oh, um, that side, yes, that side right there, it is closed off. Right. Yes. So your block is open. My for block traffic, is open, but they still have. The other street, oh, and, and they had, it's really interesting for those of you that haven't been downtown, you can walk around on the streets and the neighborhoods and uh, the the stores are all open and their people are in the middle of the street. You know, there's tables, there's, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's very uh, chilled yes. out. The vibe is just unique. I absolutely love it. So anyhow, but the most important thing is we want to get people familiar uh, with Gainesville Hub and um, come down. So tell us a little bit about uh, the hours. When, you know, when are you, you all open? What days and what hours? Okay, so we open Monday through Friday from 8.30 in the morning till 7 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays from 9 in the morning till 3 p.m. Wow. How do you have a, uh, a chance to keep the whole family going when you're keep you're open so much? We got to keep on going. We got to <laughs> so keep on going. So you and your husband work full time in the business? Yes, yes. We are fully dedicated to this. Um, I am the one who I guess I would leave a little bit early to take care of the little ones, to mm-hmm. pick them up from school, give them their meals. Um, on the weekends, I try to come in not so early only because mm-hmm. the little ones in a protein bar they get really anxious they're like okay i want to go play so my husband is the one who stays there most of the time and so what are your peak hours uh at gainesville hub i would definitely say between two o'clock to six oh. those times is is there's more traffic more traffic in the morning, I, I know a lot of people have told me, oh, but in downtown in the morning, there's almost no flow. But we have created a different culture and, and told everybody, like, listen, before you work out, before you start your day, pass by here. And there is a lot of jury duties because we have the courthouse right there. So Oh, they park in the parking garage. Right. So they look for and they're in a rush or their, their time is, you know, uh, limited. So they pass by, they have their shake, two minutes, boom, they're walking out and they have their, full, their stomach full. They don't feel nasty afterwards and they feel great. Yeah. You know, that's one of the amazing things by eating healthy and, you know, shakes and things like that. You you feel full and you're getting good nutrients and it, it solves a lot of the problems that you have when you know you 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 don't uh, do things in a way that uh, supports your body's health and growth. That's right. That's right. And all of our shakes is everything is less than 400 calories, averaging out between 25 to 35 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. And we have different flavors for everyone. We have like with Nutella Love. We have our peanut cookie. We have our orange passion, which literally tastes like an orange creamsicle. It's really good. The Aloha banana boat that's like a banana split in a cup. It's just amazing. How, how do you, what do you use for sweeteners? So we have our little touch there. We have our little secret touch there. But in the actual protein itself, it's already sweet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, like fruits and things like that. So strawberries. We add, we add the fruits as a garnish, mm-hmm. but the actual protein powder has already its flavors. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the food items that you feature? So we have the protein waffles, the protein churros, and the acai bowls. Oh, so what's in the acai uh, So bowl? the Acai, we have three toppings. You select three toppings. I'm sorry. You select uh, three fruits and two toppings. Okay. So you you start out with um, some, what what do you have, like some grains Mm -hmm. in there? Yeah. So we actually put our water, we put the acai, and we put some frozen berries in it. We Mm. blend it, and then that will create the base, and then you just create your toppings. Okay. So, well, we're getting ready to end the show. I could go on forever. <laughs> However, you know, um, I can just jump on my bike and ride over and visit you. Yes, you absolutely. Know, we're, we live in the neighborhood, and uh, I want to thank Melanie Floyd for joining us. 
look for the Gator. It says Gainesville <laughs> Hub, right next to Lucy's downtown in Gainesville. And thank you very much for joining us on Melden Law and Friends. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much, and I'll see you soon.